You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of A Word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can and in many ways as we can in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleyEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. And we'll be happy to receive your gift. Today, we're taking you into the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. I'm going to finish my series entitled, What to Do When Your Life is Utterly Devastated. The last message in this series is entitled, Keep the Lessons. Keep the Lessons. You know, the teacher is always quiet during the tests, and the only way you can pass is to keep the lessons that the teacher has taught. And Jesus is trying to get his disciples to keep the lessons. Now, Amen let's get and praise to the Lord. Lord. Once again, we are so happy that you are here today to worship God in spirit and in truth. We had a wonderful time in Sunday school. Amen. 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 Amen and praise the Lord. And a few announcements before we get into the word today. Um, first of all, we want to encourage you to fast and pray this coming Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I want you to fast and pray for uh, my anniversary, fast and pray for the 11 o'clock speaker, which will be C.L. Gray. And uh, we are excited to have him come once again. Amen. We'll be fasting and praying for him and also be fasting and praying for Reverend Michael Ford, amen, amen. Right. and the whole church as we are just so excited to, to uh, celebrate this coming Sunday, amen? amen, amen, and praise the Lord. Also, I want you to uh, be fasting and praying for, uh, we're going to start a television ministry, at the Now Network at, saw one of uh, my programs, and they've been begging uh, I should say begging. It's been pretty much begging for the last uh, uh, four months. Uh, I was getting texts and calls almost every working day. <laughs> and the Lord somehow led me not to block them. <laughs> and uh, the Lord opened up that door. And we're excited. I want you to fast and pray. Uh, we will be heard uh, in, in uh, Western Europe, which is London and Paris, up through that corridor, as well as in Africa and other cable stations here. So I want you to fast and pray for that. It is uh, a, a victory of God because 
We don't even actually have any cameras, but we have a television program. Hello, somebody. <laughs> that ain't nothing but the Lord. And also, we're supposed to be following on that day Joyce Meyer. So uh, they have, that is one of the biggest ministry on the planet. It's, they, their ministry is bigger than some of the television uh, programs uh, themselves or stations. So uh, we're praising God. As I always say, I may not serve at a mega church, but guess what? I do serve a mega God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're excited about that. I already mentioned this and just uh, excited. I get so excited sometimes I can't sleep, but I'm excited. <laughs> I may not be able to week. I sleep this next week. I'm so excited about this coming Sunday. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. We are in the last message of, uh, of the series that we've entitled, What to Do When Your Life Has Been Utterly Devastated. What to Do. When your life has just been utterly devastated. And we were learning from the apostles uh, that when Jesus died, um, their life was utterly devastated. Can you imagine walking and talking with Jesus for three years and seeing all the, 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 the miracles that he performed uh, to prove that he was the Messiah, and then all of a sudden, that person who you thought had power over death and the grave, you, you even saw him raise Lazarus from the dead, and now you see him being crucified, and you see him die. They were utterly devastated, and we've been watching that devastation, but we've also been watching that during that three and a half period of time of ministry, Jesus was trying to prepare them for that day of his death. And not only that, but to, to prepare them for the resurrection. But what they did and were not doing is that they weren't listening to the word. Kind of like what Bill mentioned. They, they heard the word. Yes. But we see that in a time of trouble, they couldn't apply the word. Yes. Because this whole month, I have shown you exactly, Jesus showed them and told them over and over again what was going to happen, but they were not listening. Jesus could have said, is my preaching in vain? <laughs> is my teaching in vain? <laughs> Because at a time of trouble that he already had prepared them for, they were just utterly devastated. Right. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here been utterly devastated? If you've been utterly devastated, this is what you need to do. You need to keep the Lord. Uh, you need to keep uh, loving, because I said in that text, uh, though they were in the, the, the grave, uh, at the grave for the wrong reasons, at least they were there because they loved him. Hello, somebody. Where were the disciples? Uh, they had scattered because their lives were utterly devastated. Now, now say, keep learning. Jesus is telling us, teaching us, and preparing us for anything that we face in this life. Keep listening. Jesus is preparing. Keep looking at 
the word is Jesus in his time of temptation as we learn. Uh, he looked at the word. He knew the word. Uh, uh, keep living that word. Keep lurking. We saw on Wednesday night that even the chief priests and the Sadducees and Pharisees had heard what Jesus said. And a matter of fact, they were taking actions on it. Hello, somebody. They, they said, now he said when he was living that he was going to raise from the dead. So what we need to do, we need to put guards out so they don't steal the body. Hello, somebody. They knew the word, but they took it out of context. And they thought they could stop all the, the power and the works of God. Somebody's in this devastating time because somebody is trying to stop you. Somebody is coming against you and you begin to wonder as the song said is my living in vain because all these people are coming against me even the people at the church these were church folk hello somebody that were coming against Jesus and yeah. turned Jesus over to the authorities, which was the Roman government. So this last message in the series, we, we got to tell you, you've got to keep learning. And, 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 and it means not only to be uh, hearers of the word, but to be doers. Otherwise, um, you won't really have the lessons that Jesus is trying to teach you today. In Jesus' name. Let's look at this word. Matthew 28, uh, 7 through 8. Uh, let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. Uh, one, two, three. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women heard away from the tomb. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Keep the lessons. Keep the lesson. The lesson uh, uh, of the command, the lesson of the cross, and the lesson communicated. The lesson of the command, the lesson of the cross, and the lesson that needs to be communicated. Christians should keep the lessons that Christ is teaching to communicate the gospel. Let me say that again. Christians should keep the lessons that Christ is teaching to communicate the gospel. We're going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the word. Oh, didn't hit. Let's see if we can get it to hit. If not, we don't have to move on. Okay, well, it's not going to hit this morning, so let's move on. I was listening to a song, and this, this, uh, this uh, artist, I really love most of her music. Um, and I really worship to most of her music. Uh, but she had a song that talked about being beautifully broken and and, and 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 I was worshiping to the song I was worshiping to the song and and I began to think because the song was saying that basically when you go through bad times it's going to be beautiful yes. and uh, I began to think and look at holy writ 
And I, and I began to think to myself that, wait a minute. You look in the life of Job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wouldn't describe it as being beautifully broken. No, sir. Right. Um, in his broken times, when his life was utterly devastated, he cursed the day of his own birth. Yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. That wasn't beautiful. No, sir. As a matter of fact, why many people don't read all of the chapters of Job is because it's too horrible to look at. So most Christians like to start with chapter one and then skip to the end where God raised him. Hello, somebody. Right. Yes. Yeah, but they, they don't like to look at the ugly broken. No, 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 no. It ain't. Sometimes it ain't beautifully broken. Sometimes you ugly broken. Hello, somebody. Yes. And it was ugly. Ask Jesus when he was sitting on the cross. Oh, uh, in the garden of Gethsemane, it didn't seem like that there was nothing beautiful about what he was about to go through and the crucifixion. Any of us know what really happened? Oh, no, that wasn't beautiful. That was ugly. Yes, sir. They marred the image of man from his own body, beat him so bad. That was ugly. It wasn't beautiful. If you ask Paul, oh, when he was struggling, asking God to take this star out of my flesh, he didn't say that he was, that he was being beautifully broken. Hello, somebody. It was ugly. Sometimes in this life, we're going to go through trials and tribulations, and it's going to be ugly. Ask somebody that's been through a divorce, especially if they love God. Oh, if they've ever been through a divorce, they'll describe it as a living death. No, it wasn't beautiful. It was ugly. Ask oh, somebody who had to bury their own son or daughter. I have a friend that lost his son at a very young age and it was the most tragic event of his life and his life has never changed since oh he wouldn't describe it as beautiful he would say it's a husband as somebody who lost their mother oh it don't matter if if she lived to be 102 or 59 most folk who lose a good mother oh wouldn't describe that loss as beautiful or them being beautiful they broke up. Yes. They would say, oh, this was ugly. Yes, somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In this text, the disciples were, Jesus was trying to prepare them for the ugly time of their lives. And Jesus spent, it, was, it would be so horrible that he would have to say over and over again, trying to prepare them for it. It would be so ugly. He would have to teach over and over again. And they still didn't get the message. Oh, and the only time that they got the message was at the end. Now, it can become beautiful in the end. Oh, you can see how God does work together. Oh, uh, for good. Oh, for those of us who are called according to his purpose in the end. But uh, it ain't beautiful many times when you're going through. Hello, somebody. Ask somebody who had to take cancer treatment. They wouldn't say that it was beautiful. Hello, somebody. Oh, but they may have a praise at the end when the cancer is gone. Hello, somebody. That's a beautiful 
oh, in our lives, we've got to be able to endure through the ugliness, through being ugly and broke, to get to a point where you've actually got to lesson from God. And this is the lesson, the lesson of the command. Oh, the lesson was, is that Jesus, he told them everything. Not that he was going to die and be raised again on the third day. He told them he was going to turn into the hands of, of the priest. And then, oh, then to Rome. I, I, I talked on Wednesday night that, oh, and that's why I had that map up there. I forgot to go through this, but he was tried six times. Yes. Hello, somebody. Six times. Three times. Let me go back. Three times. Oh, over here, you can see you gotta have good eyes. <laughs> but 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 one time here at Anna's house was the high priest uh, that was uh, the high priest of uh, of Rome who put him in place. Oh, after that, that was the first time they went down here where you see this was Caiaphas' house, and then it was Caiaphas tried him, and then all the priests came together in the Sanhedrin, and they tried him. That was three trials. Oh, and then after that, in order for them to be crucified, because they didn't really have the power, oh, to, to uh, crucify, they had to send them over here. If you have good eyes to Pilate's house, uh, that was number four. And when they took it from Pilate's house, they told him to go up to Herod's house, that was number five. And then they sent him back, oh, to Pilate. And Pilate was the one that said, crucify him. So Jesus told her, oh, I'll be in the hands of the chief priest. Oh, and I'll be in the hands of Rome. And this is where Jesus was taken through the streets carrying the cross. And we know he ended up here at the, at the hill called Galgotha. But this morning, he is alive. He told us exactly what he said. And he is alive. Somebody's been going through some ugliness in this life. Somebody's been carrying a trial that you thought was going to take your life. Oh, but you got up. And now that which was ugly, God has made beauty from ashes. Oh, it was ugly. But this day, Jesus has risen. You got the lesson. You got the lesson. Or did you really get the lesson? Come on now. You say, why you say that, preacher? Because all of this, Jesus wanted them to know the gospel story so they could repeat it. Right. And he was trying to reiterate it all throughout their ministry, all throughout the New Testament, because this was the story he wanted them to reiterate. He didn't want them to all end up being Catholic. Yeah, come on now, come on now. That's a powerful church. Uh, I only say Catholic because they like to have a, a, a cross. They wear a cross right, right. with Jesus That's nailed to the cross. Yes, still on. That's what they yes, remember, that he's still on the cross. Yes, yes. No, a Christian shouldn't have Jesus. You can wear a cross, but don't have Jesus on it. Come on, what? on the third day, he got up yes, with all power, all power. in his hands. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you want to serve yes, a dead Jesus or an alive Jesus? Yeah. I know if my ugliness is going to turn into beauty from ashes, I need an alive, alive Jesus. Jesus. Yes, I need him to be with me all through the ugliness of life. And I need him to teach me the lessons of the ugliness of life. And I need him to turn beauty into ashes. Ah, ashes into beauty. 
Yes, and that's what happened this Sunday morning. Yes, right early. Yes. And the women were there because they kept loving. They, yes, right, even right, when right. they uh, couldn't understand, like Sunday school was saying. Don't test God, trust, trust him. Right. Yes, Hello, yes, 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 somebody. Ain't that what Sunday school said? Don't yes, test him, trust him. Yes, and the women loved him so much that they showed up for the wrong reasons, but they got at least they got there. Hello, yes, somebody. Yes, Love the Lord, even when you can't understand it. Yes, Love the Lord, yes, even yes, when yes, it's yes, been yes, ugly. Yes, oh, you had some ugly deaths. Yes, oh, you had an ugly diagnosis. Yes, you got an ugly stuff going on and through your family. Oh, but love God through it all. Yes, in Jesus' name. Yes, because it'll at least get you in the right place. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, you might be there for the wrong reason, but at least you'll be in the right place. And they were right there and they got met by an angel and the angel said he ain't here no more. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Yes, and and, and yes. I, I just love through this series of life. He said, He has risen. Hold on, those three words. Just as He said. Just as He said. Just as He told y'all. Oh, but you weren't listening. Oh, just as He said. You better remember the word of God in the midst of trials. Because in the ugliness of life, many times it's ugly because you forget the word. You forget to remind the devil about what the word really says. Oh, the devil will have you posing the question, is my living in vain? Am I wasting my time? Am I wasting my time going to rehearsal? Am I wasting my time studying the word out? Oh, just to preach a short message and leave almost everything else. Is it in vain? That's what the devil want to ask you. Have you thinking? But you better stop having conversations with the devil. Hello, somebody. And you better have some of that sanctified remembrance like from Sunday school. You better remember that he delivered you out of Egypt. You better remember, oh, that great day. Oh, when you were hemmed up, boxed up, and it seemed like your life was over in the early times when you didn't think you were going to make it. But God said through his word, be still and know that I am God. Oh, be still and know that I am God and see the salvation of the Lord today and every day. He said, go and quickly. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and going ahead of you in Galilee. Go quickly and what? And tell his disciples. He already told them. That's why many times we get put through things by God. And I forgot who said this. Uh, it may have been Dr. Evans, but he said, the teacher is quiet during the test. Yes. 
Hello, somebody. Yes, yes. The, 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 the teacher was okay. Thank you. The, the teacher is quiet during the test. Why does the teacher have the audacity to be quiet when I need him? Yes, sir. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Anytime I need to hear from the teacher, it's doing the test. Hello, somebody. Yes. But the teacher is quiet during the test because of what? Because the teacher know that they've been doing their job. They've been teaching the lessons. Oh, and if you listen to what the teacher said during the test. Oh, you say what the teacher said. Oh, during the test, guess what? You'll pass with flying colors. Yes, sir. yes, yes. Hello, somebody. If you've done your due diligence. Yes. I shared in the book. I think it was John on the run. About my high school speech teacher, Dr. Gilbert. Dr. Gilbert was a very brilliant man. And he was so brilliant that he taught us these six syllable words mm -hmm. that most people couldn't understand. And he okay. would give us tests on them. Uh, the words like discombobulation. That's yes, what sir. I learned from Dr. Yes, Gilbert. Yes. And that means, oh, when you discombobulate, it means you're confused. You don't, you don't know. Hello, yes, somebody. Yes, and I always said he used those ostentatious words to discombobulate us. <laughs> we didn't know what he was talking about. Yes, yes. Why did we know what he was talking about? He taught us. Hello, somebody. Come on, and, I, and I said, uh, 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 I, I, I got caught cheating one time on one of his spelling tests. Well, well. I had the audacity to cheat. This is the last time I cheated. Come on, <laughs> and he caught me cheating because I did not have time to study. And anybody know anything about dyslexia? It really messes with your, with your spelling and phonetic abilities. So if I didn't study, I was going to flunk the test even though he taught me. Mm -hmm. Some of us here today have spiritual dyslexia. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. You get the word all mixed up and turned around. Hello, yes. yes. somebody. And you take the Bible out of context and when it's time for the test, you flunk the test. Yeah. And Dr. Gibbon will give you six F's. <laughs> I got six F. I, I flunked that test, but it's the last test that I flunked, and I got an A in its kind in the end. But I learned my lesson yeah. that my study is not in vain. I had to study all those words, <laughs> and I use many of them today. <laughs> Hello, somebody. God has taught you the lesson. Hello, somebody. Yes. He might be quiet, and, and, and if he's quiet, oh, he's saying, I've already taught you. You should pass this whole oh, trial. You should pass uh, this tribulation. Yes. You think I'm quiet when I have already spoken. Yes. Many people want a new word from the Lord. Mm. Hello, somebody. When the old problem old. is, is that they don't obey the old word from yeah, the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't do what God has already taught them, uh, but yet they want to read a word, and that's why they leave the church and say, I ain't get nothing from that sermon. Yes. I ain't get nothing from Sunday school. Come on now. Hello, somebody. But if God was the teacher, we know he teaches by the power of the Holy Spirit, I don't 
don't see how you can open up the word and not get shocked. Yes, sir. Oh, even if it's just divine remembrance, which is key, even if it's remembering what God has already said and what he's already done, God don't take anything for granted that he's done in our lives and he, he figures that you should know the word and you should have a testimony to get through this trial. Did you get the lesson? They didn't get the lesson, but I'm so glad that Jesus didn't stop teaching. What did he say? He, he commanded them to go and tell the disciples that he is risen from the dead and going ahead and to Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. And I told you again. Hello, somebody. But on that end, um, they would finally learn. Uh, Matthew 28, 10 says, do not be afraid of them. Jesus said, uh, go and tell your brothers to go to Galilee. There, what well, they will see me. He said, I was going to die. And I was going to rise on the third day. He was telling them all the time that they were going to be seen. They hadn't got the lesson, but he keeps teaching even yes. when we fail the test. Come on now. Yeah, somebody ought to yeah, praise God right on. there. Oh, because I've blown it. I, I only trumped one of Dr. Gilbert's tests, but God's test. Woo. Hello, somebody. Oh, I flunked perpetually. Yes, Hello, yes, somebody. Sir. Hello, somebody. Say, God is the God of a second chance. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Third, fourth, fifth. Because I had my second <laughs> chance. Way long ago when I first got saved yeah. and those beginning years of my salvation, I was fucking the most. Oh, as I said in Sunday school, we should not uh, be caught in sin. We should sin less. Hello, yes. somebody. Yes. Back then, I was sending more. Hello, somebody. But I continued to grow. Yes. But they didn't get the lesson of the cross. And many of us here don't get the lesson of the cross. He was preparing them for the story most of their ministry life. And if they didn't know the gospel story that Jesus would die, be raised from the dead on the third day, oh, for the penalty of sin, they would never have the lesson of the cross. He was giving them a, a, a fast forward to the cross because he wanted that cross to be repeated for the rest of their lives. And they flunked. At the beginning. Yes. But Jesus was still teaching. And he taught him. He said, he has risen from the dead. He, right. he yes. taught him again. Over and over again. Yes. And that's what God does. Trying to prepare us beforehand. And if we flunk, to prepare us afterhand. And that's why it's always important to stay connected to the Lord and his word. It's important to study the word. Like say in Sunday school, not just 15 minutes. You take 15 minutes a day, going to keep the devil away. Mm. <laughs> Come on somebody. Now. Come on now. 15 minutes a day? <laughs> out, of, out of at least 12 hours, you might be awake. And sometimes he mess with you in your sleep. Well, you can't tell on, somebody that 15 minutes a day is enough. Oh, Psalms 119 says we need to what? Meditate on his word. What? Day and night. 
15 minutes a day is not enough. Sunday school is not enough. The pastor's sermon is not enough. We got to stay and meditate on that word day and night because the devil is coming after us yes. day, and, day night. and night. Yes, and he will get in your mind and say, oh, this Christianity ain't worth it. Yes. Hello, somebody. Because you didn't get the lesson of the cross. Mm. They thought it was all over. Everything that Jesus had taught them. I mean, just utterly devastated. I just can't even imagine it because I probably would have been doing the same thing too. <laughs> Perfectly, I would have been listening, but I know me some meat. <laughs> I know me some flesh. But he kept teaching. The lessons of the cross were not that he was like on that Catholic cross that he's still there. No. He has risen! Matthew 26, 32, but after I have risen, I'm going to go ahead of you into Galilee. He even told him that he was going to meet him in yes, Galilee. Yes, after he raised from the dead, told yes. him everything God has told you. If you've been in Bethlehem Baptist Church, if, you have, if you've been raised here, if you've been here for the last 40, 50, uh, 60 years, God has told you everything. Everything in detail if you were listening. All right, come on now. And the problem is, we don't don't listen. Mm -hmm. Help somebody. Mm -hmm. That's why the Bible says to be doers of the word and not just hearers only. The disciples was hearing. But they weren't ready to do nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yes. Yes. That's why a lot of so-called Christian folk don't have a ministry. Mm-hmm. They just show up to church. God ain't saved you to sit. Right. Amen. God saved you to serve. Right. Yes. Here to call Concord. Oh, and about about thirty years ago, they would ask the phone, "Save to serve? How may I help you?" You're saved to serve. We all have a testimony that God wants to use. Many people have been saying some great things about this brother's book. Don't you know he's not the only book up here in Bethlehem? It's just some of us haven't written it down. Or some of us just don't tell it. Hello, somebody. The first book that we had was verbal. Yes. African Americans are known to carry verbal, what we call verbal traditions. Yes. Right, right. Uh, that's the first book, and we all can write that book, and we can tell a lost and dying world, at the very least, what God has done for us. This is the lesson of the cross. That's why he wanted to have the lessons of the cross. Hello, somebody. The question is, are we telling the story? All right. For his glory. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I tell you, man, I'm a telltale. Sometimes I tell some of y'all's stories. <laughs> when you be delivered, I and I've been praying for you, sometimes it just slips out. And we praise God. As I said, oh, in the text about Reverend Ford and his beating cancer. I had to praise God because oh, that was one of the ones that oh that didn't that he didn't want to make public. But we were praying in private. Oh, and even though I never said anything in private after the end of it all, after the ugliness, I just had to tell somebody, tell somebody about the goodness of the 
took care of it the first time and the same God that take care of it the second time. Oh, and we began to pray and God worked and moved in mighty and awesome ways. And he didn't just do it for him. He did it so he could write a book or tell the story in Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. That encourages me. That encourages me. Hello, somebody. We got to tell the story of the cross because that's the basic lesson. That's all that he said. The lesson has to be communicated. And and so the women arose and they were the first ones next uh, month. I'm going to, I've entitled it Women's Month um, because uh, we're going to see the value of women in the life of the Bible. And right here we see that the women were the first ones to tell the gospel story after the cross. Jesus told it all during his administration. Oh, but the women there were the first ones to show up and they were the first ones to go and tell that Jesus died for our sins, was buried and raised again on the third day. Oh, and that's the gospel, sir. If you can believe that Jesus is the Son of God, was buried and rose again on the third day, then today you can be saved. And it was the women who had to hear it. Off. Oh, they had to hurry off and tell the sir. Have you ever had to hurry off and tell the sir? It makes it makes it really kind of gets on my nerve. How bad news can travel so quickly. Uh, come on. <laughs> People find out something bad happened and they're gonna call and tell you. Well, you know, such and such and such and such getting a, in a divorce, getting divorced. I saw such and such at the casino. That yes. woman with him wasn't his wife. Yes, 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 some, yes. I saw that deacon leaving the liquor store and it, it was a brown bag, but I think that was a, a Thunderbird up in there. I, I remember Thunderbird back in the day when I used to drink. It looks like a bottle of Thunderbird. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Bad news. They hurry off and tell bad news. Yes. But I'm so glad and elated that the gospel literally means good, good news. news. Yes, it does. Can we spread the goodness good of God? Can yes. we communicate? Can we hurry off and tell others that Jesus died for their sin, was buried and raised again on the third day? That was the most important. And that's why that devil didn't want them to get it. And that's why most Christians don't get it today. Oh, because they are not telling what God told them to tell. Yes. Hello, somebody. All right. The lesson, all of the lesson was about to communicate the gospel. Yes. That's what God wants us to do. Yes, he does. And if you keep the main thing, the main things, there are very few things that will devastate your life. If you could peek, uh, keep the priority of the cross, uh, the story of the cross and Jesus Christ dying, oh, there ain't too much in this life that will devastate you because you're keeping the main thing, the main thing. Yes. And you know you were born for this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You were born, born to this. tell the gospel story. Every Christian. And it's our job. And we want our church to grow. All right. And most people, when they say grow, they just they think just putting people in the church. No, no, sir. No, sir. no that ain't no. 
That, I want you to that, grow that, spiritually. That, that, yes, sir. I want you to grow spiritually. That's called swelling. Yes. When you have a bunch of people in the church and not living for the Lord, that's called swelling. And when it's swelled, it's sickly. Yes. Hello, somebody. When, when, when it's swelled, there's a lot of sick churches. And like I said, COVID exposed it all. Hello, somebody. Ah, these churches that had 20,000 folks. See, people think more people, more God. But this church had 20,000 folk. Oh, there goes closed just like ours did. Yes, Hello, indeed. somebody. You'd have thought that all those people were there that somehow they would uh, be able to keep the doors open. I said, my thing is, isn't it more God, more people? Yeah. Alive from the pit of hell. Yes, it is. Have a friend of mine that just went to Jerusalem. He got to go to the wedding wall. You know, the wedding wall, the last of what Herod's temple was. Right, right. right. Hello, son. Which means God destroyed the temple because the people there were not living for him. Right. And it was a billion dollar industry. Still a billion dollar industry today, by the way. Because if you go there, you'll, you'll go and see a lot of stuff going on there that Jesus does not approve of. <laughs> The money changes are still in the at the wedding wall. Yeah. <laughs> Take a piece of the wedding wall back yeah. with you. Yeah. Probably ain't even from the wedding wall, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they got you thinking that it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've got to communicate this message. We've got to be a real saints. Yes. That's what it was all about. And they had missed it. And it's happening in church today. Yes, sir. This is what it's all about, the gospel story. Yes. And we're missing it. We ain't telling the story. I told you, you ain't got to have the ABCs of how to be saved, the one, two, threes of how to be saved, the four, five, six of how to be saved, the L and MLP. I don't think I even got that right yet. <laughs> of how to get saved. All you got to be able to do yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> is say what God did for you. Yes. Did he do it for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I think I'm out of time. Oh, man, I'm out of time. All eyes closed, heads about Saint Supreme. You've already heard the gospel story. But as always, we like to say we're opening the doors of the church, but Jesus opened the church, the doors of the church over 2,000 years ago when he died on the cross and the curtain in the temple split from top to bottom. That's what opened the doors of the church, Jesus Christ, which signified we no longer needed a priest, that Jesus was the lamb and Jesus was the priest. And if you accept him today, you can be saved. All you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Is there one today? Is there one? Is there one? Maybe your life has been utterly devastated because he's trying to get your attention. Maybe he's trying to get you to truly be saved. Have you truly accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If not, sit by your seats right now. In Jesus' name. Because of our time, I'm going to let you know that you don't have to come forward right now. You can come to me in private. You say, preacher, I just want to make sure.
I just want to make sure that my life is right with God. And I'll tell you what you need to do. Either myself or Minister Gray. Make sure. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael Eton. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening and you don't ever remember a time where well, you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day, so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preacher preach, I want you to go down and let him know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimbleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimbleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.